it, the document called Erkaot Shuva One PDF. I sent it to you last week. Okay, and we want to start on page four. We'll go back to page one. Very interesting ca- case there also. We'll go back to page four. So Kablan Haredi, she pates dira leachar gmar hashiputz. Everybody understands the Kablan uh, did did a did a remodel job, and he and he used Arab workers who were in Israel illegally, and the police found out about it, and they went to the owner of the apartment, and they fined him ten thousand shekel because you had illegal workers working. So he says, "Well, I didn't hire the workers." Amar balabayit ani lo otam. Okay, so everybody see what's coming? So the police say to him, good. So, okay, you tell us who the Kablan is and we won't make you pay the, pay the fine. But if you don't tell us who the Kablan is, you got to pay the fine. Is he allowed to tell the police who the Kablan is? Everybody hear the problem? Okay, so again, we're going to be talking here about turning people over to the authorities. <clears throat> so says Reb Zilberstein, Since the Kablan is the one who caused the damage and he brought it on himself by doing something illegal, it's not called Moser for me to tell the police to avoid myself being punished. But he does say a very important uh, 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 parenthesis. So then if the Kablan, you, you call up the Kablan and say, listen, they're, they're going to find me 10,000 shekel if I don't tell who, who, who you are. And the Kablan says, all right, I'll pay the fine, don't tell. Then you're, then, that, then you're not allowed to tell. You're not allowed to tell because you're not getting any loss. But you see very clearly, I'm not to lose my money if the guy brought it upon himself. Let's see another case. Unfortunately, this is too common, especially for tourists. That, that last one was just a dean in Moser, though. That's not really part of the Israel cause. It's not. Uh, they they are, but, but they are connected. But they yeah. are. They are connected. Okay. Yeah. In other words, if it would have been a Jew, if the Jewish court would be the one enforcing, then then you wouldn't have a problem. And as I'm allowed to give, if somebody's, I'm allowed to give, if, if it would have been a Jewish court, a from court, and they would have dealt with it, I would certainly be allowed to turn them over. Okay. But interestingly, this isn't a court at all. I mean, it's a. Uh, well, it is because it's a, because it, it could go to court. It, it has to do. It has, you'll see now. Look, here's another case. So again, there's two ways that the taxi drivers cheat you. A, in the daytime, they put on fare number two. Okay, I think everybody in Israel knows that. Ephraim and Joel, Josh, you know that there's a higher rate on the taxis at night than there is in the day. So what he does, you're not looking. He puts fare, he punches in two instead of one during the day, and therefore you pay a higher fare. And this is another problem: is you know he he gets paid by the kilometer, so he takes you. You know, he goes from Harnof to Beit Kerem and he drives through Givat Shaul and Trishte Echad. Okay, you know he can double the, he can double the distance. So am I allowed to complain? Okay. Okay. So now here's here's where we get into Erkaos uh, indirectly, Yaakov. Mutar Erkaot. 
In other words, if there is something that in a, in a, in a Bayesian system, the Bayesian should deal with this. Bayesian is supposed to deal with this, but they're not able to because the taxi drivers will laugh at them and they have no enforcement ability. So in a situation where something is improper and Bayesian would deal with it, but they're impotent to deal with it, says Rav Zilberman, right, that you can turn it over to Erkos. He's raising the point well. So do I need to go to Bayesian first? to get permission before I call the police or, or put in a claim to Misrana Tachbura. So he says, Since the Bezin has to let him go to the police, Okay, so this is again the, the, you 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 are you have immediate permission. I, this is not directly related to our sugi, but it's indirect. And this was now abuse, sexual abuse, etc. Where it used to be, well, you can't go to the police, go to the rabbis, we'll handle it. Today, most of the Rabbonim and Bate Din understand we're not, qualif- we're not qualified and we don't have the power to really do what needs to be done. And since they saw what happened, the Rabbonim saw what happened when it was tried to de- deal with internally. Everybody says, well, Yoshev gave that sock explicitly. And he was usually the most conservative one. The more liberal Rabbonim right away gave the sock. When you hear about this, right away to the police. The police is your first address. OK, and that's basically coming from this. Here's our case. This opens the door for a lot of interesting things. You, go, you want to take your case to Bayesden, and Bayesden looks at it and said, listen, we, 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 either we don't have the time or we don't want to, we don't want to get involved, all the excuses that they have. If Bayesden refuses, says Rev Zilberstein, if Bayesden refuses to take your case, you don't need permission. You go right to Erkos. That's what he says here. Meaning, once they refuse, you don't have to threaten them. Hey, if you don't take my case, I'm going to Erkaos. As soon as they refuse to take your case, you don't have to threaten them. You go right to Erkaos, according to the first, the first opinion. It's interesting thing. Meaning, if I, it sounds like if I know that if I go to Basin, it's not going to help. It's not going to work. Sounds like I'm allowed right away to go to our coast. 
Okay, Omnam Bezein Halacha Kamoso, and therefore you gotta know that you try, you gotta try based. You gotta try the based. You can't make any assumptions. Now we go back to our case of the taxi driver. It's got to be unequivocal that the taxi driver is cheating you. What would the example be? He gives one example where it's unequivocal and one example where it's gray. Okay. He says, here's the price without a monet, right? Where it's not clear that he's stealing anything from you. Okay. So again, he's supposed to, he's supposed to, uh, the, the law says you gotta, you gotta run your meter. He, he, he did an illegal thing by giving you a fixed price without the meter. But as long as it's not clear that you lost money, and I, I leave that tax, I have taxi drivers sometimes that, that I, I just buy Ofedek Rooney, don't want to run without a meter, but he wants to pick me up, go to Harnov, 25 shekel. I say, Monet. Even though, and so, so sometimes it's 22 shekel on the Monet, sometimes it's 30 shekel. So, the, so when he says 25 shekel, I can't say that he's cheating me. All right. But then I wouldn't, but I wouldn't be allowed to complain against him, even though what he did is illegal, because I didn't lose any money. Okay. So if it's not clear that you lost money, then you can't turn to Erkaot. Why? Okay. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I skipped. All right. But so that is not clear. But what about I'm sorry, I skipped a few lines. Okay. Meaning the taxi driver is going away that, hey, I don't think you need to go this far. That's not objective. That's not clear. Okay. Again, if he's circling and you know it's it's clear, you know the way. And, but he goes a little out of the way. Maybe he felt that there's a little too much traffic. He can get there faster. He's used to this way. That's not a clear uh, that he's cheating you out of money. <clears throat> okay. So then you're not allowed to go unless if not it. Then you got to go first to Bazin because it's not clear that he cheated you out of money. And it very possibly will. You won't win in Bazin. I'll take questions in a minute. Let's just finish the paragraph. Okay, that he, he lied to you. He said, the, he said the, the, the fixed price, let's say going from the airport. Okay, so the, there's a fixed price, 300 shekel from the airport. And he told you, the, no, the price is 325. And you gave him 325. Okay, so, right? Where he put on two instead of one. Meaning, if, you, if the driver says, look, I didn't say the Michiron is 325. I won't take you unless you pay me 325. It could be that it's illegal. He's not allowed to do that. But if you agreed and paid him the 325, you're not allowed to complain afterwards because you didn't lose any money because you gave him the money willingly. Questions still here? Yeah, so you said that uh, if there's no available or suitable based in uh, available, then you can go to our cause. What if there is in another city? So there's no based in in Toronto, but there is in New York. This is a common problem. Um, so can the uh, plaintiff 
force the defendant to go to New York. It's the defendant's choice where the based in should be, right? So the the plaintiff says, okay, we have to go to our choice or we have to go to New York. Is it agreed? Do they both agree that the basin in Toronto is not suitable or the, or the defendant is claiming that the basin is suitable? Let's say they agree. They agree that, that the court is not suitable. It sounds to me from the yeah, it sounds like, I mean, it seems to be a machlokas, but he's, he's, he certainly says that there is a, definitely an opinion that if you both agree that there's no suitable basin in Toronto, you're allowed to go. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No, you, for, no, then you go to New York. I'm sorry. It sounds like you have to go to New York. Hmm. I, I, let's go back and read that. I, I, I think that that's what it said. Um, where is it here? Let's go back to the, it's to the top of the first column. Right. I'm sorry, that's not what I wanted. It's at the bottom of the col- of the first column. Right. Let me find it here. Right. The I the fourth line in the in the in the column at the bottom of the right of the right the fourth line in the in the right column at the end. He's going to base and that's it. Okay. Oh, here. Look at the last four lines. That there is a basin. So you see, it's a machlokas in the acronym. But it sounds to, again, it's a machlokas in the acronym. I would say that if you're talking about Toronto to New York, all your businessmen go back and forth between Toronto. It's not like, you know, you're not like making them go to the other side of the world. Okay. No, you know, there's, I could see a guy saying, well, I'm going to schlep all the way to Los Angeles because that's the base. That's, that's not fair. But New York to Toronto sounds to me like, it would be more appropriate to go to the basin as long as the basin in New York is qualified to do it. And they agree that the basin in Toronto is not. That's what I would say. Okay. Let's what say I'm about to ask is, is actually another, uh, I mean, Wait, I, let, it fry, fin- let it fry and finish. Oh, okay. Sorry. So the, the defendant can't say, uh, never mind New York. I want to go to our cause. <sighs> Again, it's, you're in a machlokas achron. You're in a machlokas achron. Okay, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, wait, I, I, I said, are you the defendant or are you the plaintiff? I'm not. I'm not involved. I'm just. I'm just asking. You're 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 an observer from the side. Yeah. Okay. So, but if I was a defendant, if yeah. I was a defendant, then it should be my call, no? Whether it's Arcois or New York. Uh, I, no, it's it definitely no. It's a machlokas achron. In other words. In, according to the achronim that you got to go to New York, you got to go to New York. And according to the achronim that you don't got to go to New York, in theory, I think even the plaintiff might be able to demand that you stay in Toronto for a cause. Again, that's the machlokas achronim is whether when there's no based in, but there is our cause and there's based in, in another city, can we force based in or can we go to our cause? Okay. I think we got to dig into that machlokas achronim to solve the actual case. What did you say, Yaakov? I think we got to dig into the to those achronim and see what they said and see what the actual to, to yeah. solve the actual real life case. Okay, okay. you got the sources here. Anyway. I, I got a different question though, which is uh, uh, another one that's a little bit off of our topic. Let, let me just you know let me just finish let me just finish this shuba of Okay. 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 
So, uchiyotze babachol hanochlim liminehem. Shebarur ubatuach sheim nochlim umoramim etatzibur. Ve'en bezin misugal etapel bahem. Mutar lifnot legormim hamemunim letapel bahem. So I'll, I'll mention this because I, when I was going through this, I was remembering a case that Josh had. I'm not, I'm not going to give all the details, but there was a young kid, from kid, and he, he basically, it wasn't a Ponzi scheme, but he certainly irresponsibly lost a lot of money from some serious investors. Okay, and it was a question whether, and, and it, it, he, they, they definitely could have gone to the authorities, to the SEC, violated all the laws, people lost a lot of money. Okay, and there's no question that a Bayesden would not have been able to enforce any ret- any um, um, any retribution, any getting back their money. Are they allowed to turn to the SEC and or are they allowed to use the threat? We're going to go to the SEC unless we unless you make us whole. Okay, so th- th- this is so it sounds like the, to, it sounds from this that if Bayesden is not capable of enforcing and a guy lost a million dollars. So again, if all that all that's going to happen, he's not going to get his money back anyway. They're just going to throw the guy in jail because you go to the SEC and they're going to throw the guy in jail. You're probably not allowed to do that because a basin, even if a basin had power, the basin wouldn't enforce. The basin would would figure out how do we find money or you know give him a ten year plan to pay back the money because technically he owes all the money. So you can't threaten the SEC to get to get some money or you'll throw him in jail. But if the SEC had the power to get back the money and the Basin doesn't, then it sounds to me from this, you would definitely be allowed to go to the SEC. Josh, did you want to add, weigh in on anything in that? Because it was your case <laughs> from a couple years ago. But no yeah, names, no, 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 no names, no identifying elements. Um, I think at the time, I'll only say the question was, there were definitely people who were threatening. Um, there was no more money that anybody was going to get from this kid. It was, you know, hitting, uh, trying to extract water from a rock. But um, there were other members of the community who were potentially willing to pitch in to help to keep a guy out of jail. And so that that was, for the people who were more aggressive and threatening, that was really what they were aiming for, was either trying to get the kid's so relatives or, or other members of the community to throw in cash to try to, uh, uh, you know, sort of buy, buy his way out of a problem. So that's again, that would be a very def, de, very delicate shaila because what you're doing is you're threatening to do something that you're not allowed to do. So it sounded from Rabusha Vice that if that here's 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 where it is. See, I'll Din, let's say I'll Din, the kid owes me a million dollars. I invested a million dollars with him. The deal was a certain way. He violated the deal, as we're gonna see in a, in a few minutes. What happens if he violated a deal? And so I'm entitled to a million dollars. So according to Rabusha Vice. Um, you see, if I'm threatening him with the SEC to get a compromise, we'll, we'll negotiate a settlement that I'm not entitled to in Bayesden. I'm not even I'm certainly not allowed to file a, a claim and I'm not even allowed to threaten a claim, uh, threaten a, a suit because I would be getting money that I'm not entitled to. So that's us, sir. It's Geza. But if I'm threatening the lawsuit to get what I'm entitled to, that's certainly OK. The question is, am I allowed to file the claim in, in secular court? It sounded from Rabusha Vice that that you're not allowed to do because there's an isser without without all of this is of course without which was based in. It's an isser to file a claim in secular court, even if what you're going to do is get what you're entitled to, because the isser is to file the claim. But to threaten to file the claim, if you're going to get what you're entitled to, then you're allowed to threaten. So in this case, 
I would not be allowed. I would be allowed to threaten the SEC to try to get money, but I probably would not be allowed to go to the SEC because I'm not going to get money. I'm just going to get the kids thrown in jail. And therefore, that's certainly not the ba- that, that's not something Basin would do. That's not all he did. That's what I, that's how I would see it. But again, this is this needs big post game to decide. Did you want to add, Josh, something before we hear from from Yaakov? I'm only wondering the only additional argument, if I was a guy trying to get aggressive to try to twist the guy's arm, the only thing I would argue is that by going to the SEC, I could potentially prevent him from doing it again. While if left to his own devices and let off the hook, he might turn around and do the thing six months later. That's okay, the, I'm, so, I'm not sure whether that was the true motivation of anybody trying to get their money back, but he, what one could claim it. So again, that's the last line. Now look at the now look at the last paragraph of Zilberstein again, and see that he opens the door for that possibility. Yeah. Umirami metatsibo. You see, that's not clear. This was, this guy wasn't a serial Ponzi scheme. He he made a bad mistake. Okay, and it probably all you need to do is spread the word. Nobody should invest money with him anymore. I don't think you need the SEC to prevent him from doing it again. As opposed to the serial guys. Okay, right. You know, when if they if they would have stopped if they would have listened to the guys who were trying to blow the whistle on Bernie Madoff a long time ago, they would have saved a lot of money from a lot of people because he was a serial guy. But this this kid was not serial. He made a mistake, stupid, all right, and illegal and stupid. But at the end of the day, there are ways, if you're really worried about just not only can do it again, there are a lot of ways without going to the SEC. The only reason they wanted to go to the SEC, believe me, Josh, I know, they didn't want to go to the SEC because they were worried about the next guy that he's going to take advantage of. They wanted their money back. That's all. Push it. Yako, what did you want to add? No, it's actually, I was thinking about the Misrata Tachbura example, and, and it's really analogous closely to the SEC, except that, you know, one's a neighborhood level and the other one's a national level. I mean, because the Misrata, neither the Misrata Tachbura nor the SEC has the power to get me my money back. They can't do that. They can't award damages. There's no damages involved. They're going to... Oh, Misrata Tachbura couldn't get the taxi driver to refund your money? No, they, what they can do is they can call the taxi driver in, new, new, new him, threaten to take away his license, make him stop, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they can't award damages. No, not what damages. What they're doing the is they're saying, I'm going to think on you to the guys who are in charge of giving you your license. And they're maybe going to take away your license if you do this again. Although what's really going to no, happen? No, I don't. I don't, think, I don't think that's right. I think I think that they have the look. What do you want back? The guy charged you 350 shekels instead of 300 shekels to go to the air from the airport. Do you want your 50 shekel back? That's all. That's what Basin would give you. All Basin would give you is your 50 shekel. There's no damages. But I'm using the same technique that Joshua was talking about, which is that like these the, these guys are subject to this licensing authority that holds them to these standards that they violated. And, you know, I'm uh, theoretically, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, think on you if you don't. Uh, no, and but all, again, your... but, but all you're doing is you're getting back what you're entitled to. LP did. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing it via a threatening to be a most there. So that, but that's because, but no, you're allowed. You're not, not, not only are you allowed to, to bring, I'm not bringing a case to based in, to have a based in. But you're not, but Rav Zilberstein is, they're not going to decide. Rav Zilverstein is giving you 100% permission to turn like to it. I'll explain to you why. Because I'll pee din, you should go to Bayesden, and Bayesden should make the guy give you back the 50 shekel. The problem is that he will thumb his nose at Bayesden, and Bayesden is not capable of enforcing it. So once you have such a situation, 
a person is not required to lose his money because Bezin is impotent, but the opposite. There's a system that Bezin has to really enforce the Din Torah. The Din Torah has got to give you back the money. So Bezin is using, Bezin is using the Erkos to enforce the Din. I think that's right, although at the bottom line, although the, the interesting catch to me as we're working through this is that they're not, the guy I'm turning to, meaning the Nimishrata Tachbura or whichever, you know, uh, administrative agency is in charge of the particular guy's licenses. They're not going to order him to pay me the money because they can't. They're going to like put other pressure on him, you know, to 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 toe the line. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's his. That's his fault. That's already. That's the same thing as the Kablan yeah, who I, I, used I, the illegal workers. That's his fault. And but you have another element here. See, this is not a one shot off. If he's doing it to me, he's doing it to a lot of people. Oh, and therefore. Yeah. Therefore, there's a question here of Hatzalus Momon Yisrael. Is that I may? It's again. There's an, here we get into the issue of Hashavas Aveda. Is that I may be able to help to go to complain to stop him from doing it to other people. Well, that was the question about about that which we had with the SEC case too. Uh, uh, I say, yeah. oh, if again, if if the, if the kid, if this was a serial Ponzi scheme guy, it would definitely be mutter to go to the SEC because you got to protect the the public from this guy. But in this case of the kid, it was that wasn't the reality. It just wasn't the reality. It was a stupid, naive kid who who messed things up, and there was. I don't think Josh will correct me. I don't think there's any chance that he's going to do it again. <laughs> Can I? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we don't. Ephraim, what do you want to add? Yeah. yeah just a question about enforcement. So if if, uh, if Bezdin, how can Bezdin enforce anything? How, how does Bezdin enforce their rulings other than having the court do it for them? <laughs> okay. So it depends what kind of a community and what kind of a system you live in. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll use the extreme example of the, of the Misarev Get. So the basin, they 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 know how when when a guy doesn't want to listen to the basin, they can put pressure. A guy's a Masarev Basin, there are there are communities where they will say, you if you're a Masarev Din, again, we do it to Masarve Get, but they can do it to Masarve Din also. You can't go to Shul, you can't get an Aliyah, no one's allowed to do business in your store. And 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 a basin see in a community where the basin has teeth, a lot of people are gonna to listen to that. That's pressure. So in Har North that would work. I think it. I think it could work in Los Angeles. I think that if the if the if the if the LA Basin would come out, they certainly. Well, it certainly. You haven't had cases of Masarve get in Toronto where the Basin issues a a, a, a syrup on the guy and people does don't, and people don't do business with him. I, I've never seen it in real uh, in real life. Uh, well, there are there are communities like that. That for sure. The opposite. I think there was just there was just recently a case. It went to the Supreme. It went to a court. There was a that that a guy was his wife. His wife is a she, he's a Masariv get. So his wife started doing some. His wife sent a few messages to some friends, and it quickly went viral. And he was getting threatening phone calls. He was getting threatening phone calls from people, and he took her. He took his wife to he took his wife to court to get a court order to get her to stop. And the court said, "No, this is legitimate. You're a Masariv get. This is all in the court. The basin for sure would have said such a thing." Right. The basin would have said, hey, give us a number. We'll publicize it because the basin wants to exert pressure on people who are not doing what the basin says. So there are communities where it doesn't work, but there are communities where it works for sure. For sure. OK, interesting. OK, um, let's see the next Shailin Rev Zilberstein. This is unfortunately I mean, this is it's almost very 
uh, actual right now. This is even though this tshuva is a long time ago. Again, this is more of an Israeli thing, but Ephraim, could pro- Ephraim Josh could probably imagine certain things happening in their communities all similar. Minahel Mossad, Shemikabel Taksivim Mem So he's getting government budgets in, in a school. So the purpose of the government budget is to support the school and pay the teachers, as well as, you know, uh, uh, keep, the, keep the school clean. Okay, so we know that the, the head of the school got government, uh, uh, um, what's the English word? Government uh, budgets. And the purpose of the budgets was to add, add to the teacher's salaries or to pay the teacher's salaries. And he claims, I don't have any money, and he's behind in the salaries. Can they, go to, can they go to complain to the Ministry of Education and the Ministry of Finance? So very interesting. He says, Meaning anything that they're entitled to, and he's not paying them. So absolutely, Okay, and therefore, again, this goes back to the labor laws in Israel and the fact that the law says that you've got to pay this or you've got to provide a pizzuyim or you've got to provide a minimum way, whatever it is, then that then you can go to Bezin. It's enforceable in Bezin. And therefore, if the Menahel isn't giving them that money and the Bezin won't be able to enforce it, you can go right to complain. Okay, so you've got to go to Bezin. Oshi Kabel, there should be Bezin, the Tova Bear Coast. So you go to Basin to get what you're entitled to. And if the Basin can't enforce it, the Basin will give you permission to go to your coast. But, I suspect that some people would disagree with this, but Rav Zilber is saying, look, the, the, the Menahel got budgets and, he's, and their budgets are for certain things. But as long as it's not affecting the particular employee in a direct way, they're not allowed to complain. No, they're not allowed to complain. That's that's what he's saying. Again, I suspect that it depends what the budgets are using for. Okay. Um, that's, again, the same kind of thing. What's going to happen if he complains to the Misrata Chinuch? Is it the Misrata Chinuch is going to say, what? You're not spending our money the way we, for, for what we, what you gave it to you for. You're not getting any more money from us. I mean. And that, that makes it mutter or feel a little bit of a conflict between what we read just now and what we read in the previous chuva because the previous chuva would make it sound like if they do owe me money then that would give me the head tear to go complain about the guy's general procedure no 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 you're not complaining no 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 you're complaining about the fact that he's not giving you the money that you're entitled to well yeah but what's gonna the remedy that they're gonna put into effect is that they're gonna audit him that's and, his problem. Again, that's exactly the same as the Kablan who brought in the illegal workers. That's his problem. He brought the problem. He brought the problem on himself. I'm not required to lose money. Just like I can, if he, I can tell Misrat Avodah that he brought in the illegal workers, and that's gonna, he's gonna make a big mess out of him. That's his problem. He, he's, he's at fault. It's Mamish Agedar, and that's what Reb Dulbushin writes. Ihu de Afsid We have a concept. Ihu de Afsid Let's read on though. Next question quickly. Okay. Ruvain, Hizik Lemachonit Shimon, Again, this is again we now we're going back to Harry stuff uh, indirectly. All right. So again, the, the 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 damage that you're entitled to when you cause damage to somebody's car is very minimal. Alpidin it, 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 it's it is not a lot. Okay, however, 
אוקיי? האם מותר לשמעון לתבוע את חברת הביטוח שלו שמכסה על הנזק המדובר? So you see, in Israel it works a little trickier. If somebody damages my car, I have, if I have a, 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 um, a, a comprehensive policy, so I can go to my insurance company and get my insurance company to pay me the money, and then they go after the, 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 the guy who damaged my car. Okay, so I'm going to go to my insurance company and get, my, get money from them, and then they're going to turn around, and here's the question, So the insurance company now is going to go after Shimon, who damaged my car, and they're going to get money from him, and if he doesn't have an insurance policy, they'll get it directly from him, and I'll be dinner not entitled to the money. Everybody understand the case. So I have an insurance policy. And if I activate my insurance policy, they're going to pay me. But then they're going to turn around and go to Shimon and make him pay back the money. So if I would have taken Shimon to Beis Din, I would not have gotten the money because I'm not entitled to it al Din. But I'm going to my insurance company. And I'm in t- why am I entitled to the insurance, to it in the insurance, as we wrote, as we talked about last time? Because I have a contract with, that was the previous Chuva. I have a contract with my insurance company that they don't ask any questions. I, my car is damaged. I have a deal. You pay me. You make me whole. That's my deal with the insurance company. So I'm entitled to do that. I, what's going to happen is they're going to run after. So let's see how Reverend Zilberson deals with that. So my claim is directly against the insurance company. And there's another point that in the insurance policy, it says explicitly that any disputes that arise are in the local court, not based. So So the first question was, can I take the insurance company to court? Well, so it says that I can't take them to based in because the, the policy says you got to go to court. So therefore, that's as if it, they've already for, they've already refused to go to bed. That is an inherent refusal to go to based. Okay. See, the Chavrat Bituach isn't paying because Alpidin, this Nezek, entitles me to this kind of compensation. They're paying me because that's the contract between me and the insurance company. Okay? There's the key word. Akifin means indirectly. I'm not demanding from the from the insurance company I'm demanding from the insurance company to fulfill a contractual obligation. So they're fulfilling a contractual obligation. After what they do, after they fulfill the contractual obligation, that's not my problem. He, he still talks, but go ahead, Josh, ask your question first, and then we'll go on. Question, uh, yeah, question of Matthias. Are we assuming that the Mazik here, for some reason, doesn't have his own insurance policy? Should, let's, yeah, let's assume he doesn't. Okay, because I'm just wondering, if he would, presumably one insurance company is suing the other insurance company, or suing the guy who's going to get the claim filled by the other insurance company, and there's no Nezik. Correct. So it, I got bad news for you, uh, right? A lot of, ins- a lot of. I mean, you know, uh, when 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 a person has a very old car, they they don't pay much attention to the insurance policy, okay? 
Um, and um, so it's very possible that the guy doesn't have insurance to compensate for damage that he does to another car. And in Israel, you're, you're not required to have a uh, uh, third party property third damage party. insurance yeah. the way yeah. you are in California. Uh, third party personal injury damage insurance, that's the Chova, but property damage is optional. I'm, I'm always reminded of a bumper sticker years ago. It was a famous joke. There's a bumper sticker on an old car. Steal my car. I need the insurance money. Because, you know, insurance pays replace replacement value. So if he tries to sell the car, he's going to get, you know, 10,000 shekel. But in the book, the book is 20,000 shekel. So, so it's a book, but steal my car. I need the money. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, but now look what Rezilzin adds. The Kolze Eino... This has got to be only where the insurance company is dealing directly with the Nizak and fulfilling the contractual obligation with the Nizak. But, meaning he's got to, he can't get money from the insurance company. And this is very common. The insurance company won't give him a penny unless they sign over, unless the guy signs over rights to the insurance company to run after the mazik. Well, that's already a problem. Then, So here it is, Josh. This is getting really, really tricky. So if my insurance company and my mazik's insurance company are the same, so then I can give them a yipoi koach, okay? Mikevan shegam amazik asmo mechuyav lechavrat habituach b'mizgeret ha'iskein ito. So the, the, the mazik also owes the insurance company. It's the same insurance company. Avalim eno mevutach boto chavra asur, because then it gets more complicated, and all the more so for sure if the guy doesn't have insurance and I have to write a yipoi koach to my insurance company to run after him, that I wouldn't be allowed to do. That's what it says. Okay, which makes, again, this is very tricky stuff. Very tricky stuff. Well, especially since probably the subrogation is not going to be from an, a separate Ipui Koch on a, you know, accident by accident case. There's probably a provision in your policy where you said, you know, if you guys pay out to me for damages that some 30, third party causes, I, I hereby subrogate my rights to you, like, uh, you know, Khalid, when you bought the policy. And I'm not sure how to evaluate that in this case it sounds like it should be the same because you signed it over to them one way or the other interesting, but. interesting question it's it's an interesting question whether i'm not sure that that would prevent me from collecting from my insurance company I, I hear the question i hear the question let's spend five minutes if i can um, just jump in if yeah. i can just jump in so i'm going to go back to dover learner's point so this is a situation where i'm going to have to suffer a loss on account of the fact that I don't want the insurance company to go after the Masik. Well, you, you skipped an important step. You, you skipped a very important step. Yeah, you, you went through the insurance company. But no, yeah, I, I know this. Let's take the insurance companies out of the question for a moment. Yeah. A guy scratches your car. I'll din. You're entitled to very little compensation. And therefore, wait, wait, let's go. And therefore, let's let's go. And we have this. I mean, we had this. And therefore, you go to the guy. He has to say, look, if you don't pay me what it's going to cost me to repair the car, which is much more than I'll be din your chayev, okay, I'm going to file an insurance claim and your insurance rates are going to jump. 
So I'm getting you to pay me money that you're not chayv al pidin with a threat. That may not be allowed. That's the first step. I, I can see. I can see that you can't force somebody to pay more than the actual damage. No, no, no. Oh no. In halacha, you know what the damage is? <laughs> when I scratch your car, you know what the damage is? It's virtually nothing. Why is it virtually nothing? Okay, so that's it. Now you get into a question of DNA yeah, mazik. If you scratch my car, every time <laughs> I go into the shop, it's $5,000, no matter what it is. But if you scratched it, would you right away go in and pay $5,000 to get it fixed, or would you live with it? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not such a fussbot. Uh, but... There we go. You see. You and file a claim under your comprehensive insurance policy. Which wait, wait, no, no, no. We're take, I'm taking insurance completely out of the... Out of the I, I see, we got to go out of... We got to talk first in Hilchos Mazik. Okay, in Hilfus Mazik, the Mazik never has to pay you more than what you would do if it happened by you without a Mazik. Okay, let's say I'm the kind of person that I fix every single scratch. So again, then the halacha becomes whether you're a you're a butler daito as will call Adam or no. People who own Jaguars, most people, as soon as if they scratch the Jaguar, Kalvachomer, if their wife scratches the Jaguar, they're in the repair shop the next day. Right. If you're that kind of a person, then you might be able to collect the full price for, 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 for that. I think I have to check with my son because my son dealt with this sugya very, very intensely. And he 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 made me very surprised at, at some of the at some of the conclusions. OK, but 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 again, but now that we bring the insurance company into the equation. So now, again, it, the, the idea is I want I want to be able to deal directly with the insurance company. And, th- and, and that's the ideal, because I have a contract with the insurance company. And after that, I don't have to care what they do. That's their problem, not my problem. Okay, again, I want to turn it into the case where the, the, the Kablan brought illegal workers. So I'm, I, it's his problem. Okay, it's not my problem. So here's the, it's reverse. The insurance company is going to do something they're not allowed to do LPD. So if the only way they can do what they're not allowed to do Alpidin is if I sign over rights, I'm not allowed to empower them to do something, to take money from somebody that they're not allowed. If I'm because I'm empowering them to take money that's not Magia Alpidin. But if I don't have to empower, I'm doing it, and then they're going to go and take money. It's just not Alpidin. That's their problem, not my problem. So it's not com- comparable to the double learner question. Now, there are cases where yes, you have to lose money. The halacha requires you to lose money, and you've got it, and, and there's no nothing, no way around it. There's no way around it. Okay, guess what? If somebody breaks into your house, Lo Aleno, and steals, and you don't know who it is, did you lose money? Yeah. Is there anything to do Al Pidin? No. That, there are there are situations. Junk. What do we say? Junk happens. Junk happens. Okay, that's it. Uh, so I'm not sure if we have enough time to really respond to David's other question and put and put Pinchas and Yaakov on the spot after hearing from Harry. You have three minutes. Okay? We're giving you three minutes to um, to deal with the issues that Harry raised uh, last on Sunday. Because in, in, in Israel, it's much more complicated. No question. Well, uh, certainly I can't <laughs> I can't do anything, Harley, within three minutes. Yaakov, do you want to? I could, I, I could look. I could, I could. I well, could. Chris, you do it. I think I talked too much already, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not prepared. <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, we we have to remember um, that there there are two immediate issues at hand. When a client comes to me, and we're very sensitive to the ARCO issue, and whether we're going to take on a case or not, so there are two different things that we have to ask ourselves: what is the relief sought? In other words, what is the person looking for? Is he looking for money? And if he's looking for money, then how is that money calculated? Is, is it something that's 
Is it Groma Venizikin Patar? Is it money? Is it is it, is it, is it another type of relief? And the other question is, um, who are the parties? Who are the parties involved? And the third question is, um, what's the proper court? I, just to give you an example, um, I just finished a case. Two very, very from families living in a building. Uh, my client came to me very, very upset that his 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 neighbor had fraudulently got a hetair from the biniyah from the vada mekumid, and it was it was really, really in a very egregious case. He did not inform my client that he was asking for a hetair. He purposely forgot to inform him. The company which is in charge of make doing due diligence to inform uh, inform uh, people who are supposed to get a notice filed a fraudulent affidavit in, in front of the Iriyav Beit Shemesh saying, we've contacted everybody, everybody knows, and here are all the receipts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He went and got a hetair, and when a week before he wanted to start building, he said to my client, by the way, I'd like permission to go through your yard. And my client said, go through my yard? Go through my yard for what? He's for the hetair that I had. How did you get a hetair? And that set off a whole uh, explosion of, of litigation. Now, to attack that hetair, I can't I, I can't go to the courts. That is an issue that has to go to the, to the planning commissions. And the planning commissions have exclusive jurisdiction. Now, if you're going to tell me, well, the planning commissions are legal entities that have been set up by the secular law by the state of Israel. So are, are they archaot? Are they not archaot? And the rules that they that they rule by have nothing to do with halacha whatsoever. It, it's the laws of, of planning commissions, which are a, a special set of laws and a special set of rules. So I told, and he and my client was very very concerned about going to archaot. He was he was very very. So I said to him, I said, look, I said. You can't go right now to a, to a secular court. The, you have to go to the local planning commission. And if you lose there, you the only the, the appeal is an administrative appeal, which goes to the Varat Arhamachuzit of Yushalayim. And that's also a planning commission. If you lose there, if you lose there, then you have the option of filing a, 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 an appeal in the in the in the district court, and then you're going to be then you're going to be directly getting involved in our code. But I said to him in my mind, any person, this your neighbor, your your unscrupulous neighbor who used the system of the planning commissions to get a hetair, I don't see how in any way using those same planning commissions to protest and to and to attack the hetair, how can that be our code? I mean, how how can how can a person be so from that he doesn't recognize the state of Israel he doesn't and 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 what so he doesn't recognize this the city of Beit Shemesh and he doesn't recognize the planning commissions but he went and got a hetair from them okay good sure. I that's great okay, so it's, it's getting we're gonna have to I, I want to just say one thing I believe that if you would have started by going to Bayesden to try to get the guy to stop Bayesden right away would have sent you with full permission to go all the way to the Supreme Court because Absolutely. again 
because of the, because of what just happened. It's unenforceable in Bayesden, but it needs to be enforced. In other words, in a place where Bayesden is running the show, they would have strung the guy up by his toes. Yeah. But Bayes is not empowered, so therefore they're going to give you immediate permission. He's, not, he's that Ramai guy that we were talking about in the first tuba. That's another thing. No, that's a no, no. Uh, it's not. You can't call him a serious, a serious nochel. He just he. By the way, I'm assuming that there's a there's to everybody a, in the building, not just to me. I yeah. You know, I'm assuming that there's an indirect cost to all the people if this happens. Correct. Indirect costs. They're very direct costs. Lawyers' fees. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about Nezek. I'm talking about Nezek. Yeah, yeah, because it had. First of all, I was able to. The the, the story is is that after we rent to the Vadat Arar, they canceled that tear. They went back to Irad Beit Shemesh. Irad Beit Shemesh once again reissued the hatir, which they shouldn't have, <laughs> but with limitations. And at that point, my client said, I, I, I've used up too much money. I can't take this any farther. And he, he left it. He left it. Uh, he left it at that. But. Um, wow. Okay. All right. So, again, I, so look, I see are, these things all the time. There are people who can milk the system. I mean, a lot of times yeah. when. You know, when the big companies have a lawsuit, they want to go to court. Harry will tell you about it because they have unlimited funds for their lawyers. The lawyers are being paid anyway. And basically, they squeeze the guy out to force a settlement just because they know the guy can't afford to, to, to fight them enough. Yes, okay, we'll have to end it here. I'm going to wish everybody we'll have one more session on this. We'll want to finish up the other chubas that we have. Next Wednesday, Bezrat Hashem, we will have a session, and that'll probably be until after Sukkot. And Josh Eisenberg has suggested the topic of Garmi. That is a deep topic, but it's really another. Where's the problem? The problem is Grumma ben Ezekiel Potter. And that opens the door for a lot of people losing a lot of money in a lot of indirect ways. So we've got to know where's the line of Grumma and where's Garmi and where's direct damage. I like, I like that a lot. That's a great subject. It's a great subject. The problem is if you realize all the material we will have to cover, I'm probably going to assign you over Sukkot. Everybody's going to have to spend time learning the Ramban's treatise on Garmi. It's at the end of Masechah uh, Sanhedrin. Okay, right. It's about 10 pages, in, eight pages in Chidusha Ramban. We really need to know that before we'll also send out some Armakomas, but we'll talk about it next Wednesday. Okay? I'm game. Josh, what do you want to say? I'd say Josh is, is, is <laughs> chomping at the bit. I just have to warn that um, you have to go to about 10 Gemaras to, to understand the Ramban. That's no problem. I think we like that. Don't we like Gamoras, guys? Yeah. We like to learn Gamoras. I'm saying you, you just got to be in on this in order to appreciate it. That, that's, that's where this whole Chabur started, is to learn Gamoras, okay? All right. To everybody. And we should have a Gebench Dior, and everybody should be healthy and successful. And uh, we'll see everybody on Wednesday. What did we used to say in school? See you next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Call to. Call to.